let's have a look at the premiership market with three weeks to go. And uh, Joel, I suppose no surprise the Roosters retain favouritism after what they did to the Raiders. Or, moreover, what James Tedesco did to the yeah. Raiders on um, Saturday night. Another reminder that the Roosters, this is why I keep saying, until someone knocks them off, I'm just going to stick with them. Yeah, you've been resolute, Dan. And what I like about that market there is that last week we sat here and remember it was $4, $4, $4 for those top three. Panthers, Storm and the Roosters, all $4. The punters could not separate them, yeah. but now there's been a move. They've moved back to the reigning champs who are heavy well, heavy enough favourites now. The Melbourne Storm, they've made number two. The Penny Panthers, despite having lost one game, yeah. this is the tightest comp, I think, Dan, as far as at this stage of the year to have three hot pops right in the mix. Mm. It has to be the tightest comp, doesn't it? For, for a three-way go, yes. But I would think $3... What, what are the Roosters? $3.50. Yeah. I would think would be the longest outsider we have had... Uh, so, sorry. The longest price favourite this late into a season perhaps we've ever had. I don't remember if... Uh, by now, we've usually got a either a two-way go, Roosters Melbourne or the like, or back in the day, Melbourne Manly. Yep. Um, I, to have the favourite at $3.50 yeah. is stunning to me. Uh, and more to the point, Cole Miner, to think a team like Penrith, do you think we've ever had in history a price like that, $4.20 about the Panthers, about a team who, after 17 rounds, have lost one game? They are third favourite. Do you think we've ever seen that ever? Probably not, but we probably also haven't seen, you know, a team like the, the Roosters, and to a lesser extent, the Storm, mm. sort of going around as well. So it's funny that the Roosters' price, got to, I think they got out to 450 maybe a month mm. ago when they were sort of going through that low patch. But there was a lot of noise in that in that form line with, you know, Kiri was out, no corner. And I think it's just corrected itself now. We've seen what Teddy's capable of last week. Um, but you're probably right, Dan. 350 for a for a favourite is probably, you know, as big as it gets this close to the to the final series. Well, as we bring up Cornella betting. Now this is a really hard market because the key is you've got to you've got to do your sums on who's going to avoid each other in the prelim final. This yeah. is the thing that kills you in a Quinella That's bet. Right. That's why you get some nice odds. So right now, um, Melbourne Roosters favourite, but you've got you've got to sort of project. So Penrith are going to finish one. All right, we can lock that in. Yep. Melbourne, we can lock in are going to finish second. Right. I, I I think you can make an educated guess. Are we confident the Roosters will overtake Parramatta for third? I think so. Right. Parramatta yep. this week have got Penrith, and then I think they've got a couple of winnable ones. Oh, they've got, uh, uh, yeah, a couple of games they should win. But I think the Roosters, apart from a game against South, have got a pretty soft draw. They've got Newcastle, but no Ponger in Newcastle, so they should win that. That's right. So And, and that's – well, if they play each other – Storm and Roosters round one, they they can only meet in the grand final. In the grand final, you want if you've taken Melbourne Roosters, you want them playing in the first week. Now, what it does mean is that one of those is going to have to go the long way from week two on. That's right. But Penrith, so I'm trying to think of Penrith getting to a grand final, right? If they play Parramatta, they'd be very confident of their chances in the one v four, right? Get the week off, but then they are likely going to have to play a Melbourne or a Roosters in a prelim Mm. to get in. So Penrith are actually going to have, I think, the, one of the harder runs yeah. to get to the grand. It's a, it's a weird thing, uh, you know, under this McIntyre system. Whereas a Melbourne, let, whoever wins that 2v3, so Melbourne Roosters, I would assume that would be at Suncorp. 
let's say Melbourne wins that, they would then likely play either a Parramatta. Mm. They'd be very comfortable playing them. Oh, of course. Or one of the five to eight teams. So it's, yeah. So, so I think this is sitting up. The, the Melbourne v Roosters 2v3 final, or Melbourne v Parramatta, I think shapes as the most important game of the entire finals. If nothing else changes, and you're right, Dan, if the Roosters jump over Parramatta, which many will pick, let me take you through week one of the finals and tell me how you think this rates. Yeah. Penrith would play Parramatta, local derby. Magnificent. Magnificent. I wouldn't play it at Penrith, though, but that's, you know, I've, I've said that on here before. But yeah, you played at ANZ. I play everything at ANZ in Sydney. Yeah, I don't mind that. The next game would be Melbourne and the Roosters, oh. two of the best teams we've seen in the last decade. Wow. There's your Friday night, Saturday night game sorted. Yep. So then we move down to the bottom four. Canberra versus Cronulla, their history. The yeah, Viking flag, Ennis, etc. Not bad. And then you've got the Knights taking on the Bunnies. The Wayne Bennett story, Kalen Ponga. True. You know, like that. That is, that is a huge week of... Week yeah. one finals, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's... Um, that, 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 the 1v4, 2v3 are absolutely salivating. Yeah, absolutely. I worry I worry that Newcastle and Cronulla are shaping as top eight cannon fodder. I worry about that. Newcastle? Yeah, I worry. No. Newcastle are the... I've said it all year. They Man, you've are, had them for the top four. How's their top four charge going? Not good. <clears throat> Not good at all. <laughs> they're in trouble. I just worry. I just worry. You put them up against a South or a Canberra mm. in in a final, yep. and, and it might be just a bit of. Bu- oh, 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 Daniel Saifidi's back this week, which we're going to get to. I've got a theory with the Knights, which I'll share later. Okay. Okay. All right. Why they're not? Why they're not going as good as they possibly could? All right. Any thoughts, Shauno? No, I'm with you, Dan. I've got I've got big concerns about the Knights, and not only them. The that the bottom four of that top eight, and then. You could probably chuck Parramatta in there as well. I think it's it's certainly one out of those top three, which you know, it sounds obvious, but uh, I don't think we've probably seen as huge a disparity within the eight as what we have this year. There's a huge drop down from those three to the to the next slot. Yeah, it's funny with Parramatta. They haven't done a thing for two months of great note. They win this week. Mm. They're back in the premiership race. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they, they it's it's so so either this week or if they spring an upset in week one of the finals. The whole game changes That's for right. Parramatta. Exactly right. Mm. And maybe some teams are spinning their wheels to where they get there. But anyway, uh, top try scorer, Dan? Top try scorer. So uh, is that where we're going? Top try scorer? Yes. David Norfoluma. So he's on 17 tries. So he's now got a three-try break. Mm. That's why he's at $1.72. What about this? So the rest of the field. Crichton's on 14. Alex Johnston's on 14. Sione Katoa's on 14. Kyle Fultz on 14. Mike Acevo, Michaeli Ravalawa, 13. 850 bucks, Sean. How's that looking? Yeah, I don't know. Have you, have you read the team sheets this week, Dan? Is he not in? <laughs> oh, no. You might, be, you might be getting a little surprised when we get to that Dragons game. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Cody Ramsey's playing. I didn't realise it was for Ravalawa. Cash out. Is he doing a personal cash out for you? I can't remember what cash he offered you last time. Please. <laughs> Josh Adokar and uh, and Brett Morris are on twelve. So uh, are we confident David Norfoluma at a dollar seventy two is going to hold? He's three up. They're playing South Melbourne in the Eels. No, he could go none for. He could go none for. Mm. Then the question is, I think, I think C- can Sevo score five tries in three games? I think he can. I they're think... playing. Hang on, they're playing Penrith. 
but then they're playing Brisbane and West Tigers. Yeah. Well, you just want a tie. You've just got to get the, you've got to get the 17. 17 is the clubhouse lead. So can can Sebo get from 13 to 17? The one I look at, Brett Morris, Josh Adokar, wow. because they're playing North Queensland, mm. let in a lot of tries on their right side. West's Tigers. Right side is their weakest, Josh's left side, and St. George Illawarra to finish. Um, and uh, not a great defensive juggernaut, and also weakest on Josh Adokar's side. I, I totally agree. What about the point score? How's the man Flanagan going? Just in front, three up. Yeah. Flanagan 160, Reynolds 157, Cleary 145, well, Lomax 150. So you've got 15 points separating the top four, and that's it. The others are too far out of it now, Croker and um, uh, Ponga. Flanagan's games are against Newcastle. Potential for a lot of points. Because, mm. Well, maybe some points there. Cronulla, who, aren't, who are pretty ordinary against top eight teams, and then South. He's $1.91. Your main problem is Adam Reynolds. They've got West Tigers. Mm. He can screw a few against them. Canterbury. They yeah. can defend, but... And then the Roosters. Shorty boy, last year we tipped the great Mike Acevo at 150-1 to one to be top try scorer. This year we're on $51 for Kyle Flanagan. Mind you, I was on Nature Strip on the weekend, which got beaten, but is he home? Can Joel, you get the I've job seen done? the ticket. You're on 41. Can you stop I tipped it at $51. It oh, mate. I tipped it at $51, mate, That's dear. a special type of insecurity where a 41 to 1 pop's not enough. You've got to, you've got to no, put some mayonnaise because, on it to get it to 51. Because our loyal listeners and viewers got on at the 51s with sports bets. And then I those bets were cancelled. And then those bets were bloody cancelled because Sean and his like... Decided none of those markets existed but after But then he went COVID. up a bigger price because he hadn't scored bugger all in the okay, first two rounds. fine, fine. Shauno. Yeah, I, look, he probably should win, but I know any ticket that you're holding is far <laughs> from safe. You, you, can, yeah. you can get them beaten, as we saw on the weekend. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's go. Let's do some... Uh, um, oh, by the way, Nathan Cleary, who's 15 behind, mm. they've got Parramatta, North Queensland and Canterbury. Yes, but... The problem you have with him is that... You're not going to rest him, are you? Well, do you? Why would you play him against Canterbury if you had the minor premiership in a checkmate position? Why would you honestly play him? I don't know. Maybe keep the run going. I don't know. What would you do? Uh, in terms of betting or... Uh, would you rest him? Sean, what would you do? Would you, If, if you got the minor only, premiership... I would only rest him... I would only rest him if he if he was crying out for a rest. If he was if he was bashed up and bruised, um, a bit like what the Knights are doing with Ponga this week, then I would. But if he's if he's in form and he, and there's no need to actually rest him, then I don't see a reason why. I'd would. rest him before the North Queensland game. Give him a hit out one week before the finals well, against Canterbury. Well, the other thing is too. What if you need a Matt Burton on Grand Final day or something like that? That's they need fair. a bit of footy. That's fair. We start with Friday six pm and. The team that beat the Tigers, Manly, are taking on the Dogs. Both teams are on six-game losing streaks here, so proceed with caution. Dogs, two seventy-five. Manly, dollar forty-five. I think this is it for the Dogs. They have to, if they're going to avoid the spoon, this is the game because their next two are pretty hard. So this, I thought last week against the Titans was going to be their grand final. Um, it proved not to be. No foreign, no Napa. Uh, so a pretty thin-looking side looks even thinner. The start, again, 
Um, oh, there we go. It's actually moved. So six and a half now. Six and a half. Gee, it's a fair bit of start if you want Manly, who are not doing much. They beat Canterbury 32-6 in round three, Sean. But I think you take that with a grain of salt because on that day, Tom Trevojevic scored uh, three tries or scored two tries mm. and had three try assists. So, uh, you know, no Tom to... Although I see Ben Trevojevic named at 21. Ooh. Wouldn't that be something? Josh Schuster not playing. Um, I thought he was pretty impressive in his debut, albeit cramping up with 20 to go. Sean, you can uh, go first here. Yeah, this is a pretty low game, um, no matter which way you look at it. Uh, what I will touch on is the my whipping boy. During the couple of weeks I've gone, he's announced his retirement. And um, don't worry, I'll be... I'll be I'll be following up the M1 to make sure he makes it all the way to Newcastle and doesn't turn around. Um, that's Mark, right. goodbye, Jeez, Kerry mate. That, yeah, come on. There's your Bambi, <laughs> mate. That's that's one of the that's mate. That's cruel. That's no, cruel, Sean. No, it's, not, it's all it's all fair. It's all fair in punting. Um, nothing personal. Um, yeah, mate. You'd be uh, that bloke. No, no. You'd be that bloke at the Valley. <laughs> I'll use a Melbourne reference. You'd be absolutely abusing the jockey because he ruined. Uh, he, 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 you're on the ah, favourite. Yeah. Uh, he, he just, and he, he yeah, had a three it's wide. Someone else's fault, isn't it? Mate, you yeah, would have had it if if you were there when Shane died, ruined Viander Cross. You would have been there with a machete. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, far away. Uh, yeah, look, I'm only... I, I don't really like the line either way. I think I, I, if I'm going to have a bet in the game, which I probably won't be, I'd probably just back the dogs head-to-head. This manly side's going no no good at all. Um, but I'll, I'll lean the way of plus six and a half, knowing that the Bulldogs can defend somewhat still, even though they've got nothing to play for. Have you seen the halves, Joel, for the yeah, dogs? Jake from... Avarillo is the number six, although <laughs> they've got Brandon Wakeham at 14. Yeah. So... I. I, I perhaps would suspect there's going to, there's some funny business going on there, but maybe they will start at Avarillo at six. They deserve a win, the Bulldogs. There's no question about that. And once no, again, if they it, can't beat the Gold Coast, no, no, come on. Well, but if you turn <laughs> the game on. off after after 65 minutes <laughs> against on. the Tigers, um, you'd be all over Manly here. What he'll do here, Des? So you mentioned that uh, who's on the extended bench? Uh, ben Trebojevic, right? Yes. The last two weeks, Desi had Albert Hopawadi on the yeah, extended bench. He, he played him. He had young Schuster on the extended bench. He played him. Yeah. Ben Trebojevic will be playing. Uh, I'm going to tip Manly. I've got no confidence, but I'll tell you what, the good players score early. Albert Hopawadi gets his first try okay. in the NRL. I like that. Very nice. Uh, I'm with Sean. It's too much start for me. I just can't take Manly giving up six and a half. So I'm going to take Canterbury with absolutely no faith. There was a stat we just had for those that are watching. Manly have not won an ANZ mm. since 2013. Can right. you believe that? They've lost 11 in a row. I think it's um, four against South, might be three against Canterbury, or five against South, four against Canterbury, and then there's one against Parramatta, and then the 2013 wow. grand final. So they beat South in a prelim final in 2013, a game they should never have won. That's South right. were going to blow them apart, and I think Glenn Stewart may have brought them back to life. That is the last time they ever won an ANZ Stadium. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Seven years. Wow. Um, and I think they might win, but uh, give me the start, Canterbury. Right, match of the round. Uh, it is Penrith and Parramatta. It is at Penrith Stadium. Good luck to you if you've got a ticket to this game. This is going to be some event. $1.37, $3.10, the Panthers. One team has beaten Penrith this year. It is Parramatta. And they beat them with a 10-minute surge. 
16 points in 10 minutes to get them on that night. That was back in round number five. Geez, that round number five, doesn't Ooh. that seem like a long time ago? Penrith, of course, have won 12 straight. And Joel, you're going first here. They have won 12 in a row. The Panthers, they're giving up seven and a half. Yeah, Styles make fights. So I, I like Penrith 1 to 12 here, but I do like the Panthers to cover the line. I've got it more closer to 10. Okay. Re Reed Marnie's a big, big out, Dan. He's a huge out. Now, now, is it true that he's been named? He has been named. Yeah, he's, he is so named, that's, yeah. So it's one yeah. where you might be a bit surprised if he plays, but you mightn't be – you know what I mean? Like, that's a hard one. Yeah, so who's the backup there? Uh, Ray Stone. Mm, I don't know what they do. Is Will Smith on the bench? Who's this Samuel Hughes? Samuel Hughes is – I know he's a prop, so it's not going to be him. I don't know. Um, Ray Stone, I suppose you're all in on him. They'll probably pick Will Smith on the bench to cover yeah. for him, I suppose. Or, um, yeah, that'd be the only option I see there. Panthers, Dan. Okay. Uh, Panthers for me as well. I do think revenge will be on their minds. And um, do you know who was a big out? Better. Isaiah Yo, Yo was a big out last yep. week. He's back. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, um, they're just so settled, Melbourne. Someone wrote yesterday. Sean, that Penrith had all 30 players train. Uh, mm. They touch wood mm. because there's still three weeks for something to go wrong. But um, uh, it's um, it's all just going according to plan. Which way are you going, Sean? Yeah, it is all coming together for them. And you do, if you look back into history, the teams that have won the comp, you do need a lot of luck along the way. And they're certainly getting the rub of the green so far with injuries. Um Look, Para, they're just going no good for me. It, it, it probably looks a little bit on paper, uh, a little bit too big on paper for me when I look at this game. A top four team, two top four teams going at it Friday night, um, three weeks out from the finals, but Penrith are just flying. No injuries to speak of, as we said. Um, looks a little bit too skinny for me. See, Penrith, last nine games, the most they've conceded is 14. In the last nine, the most is 14. So I ask you, where's Parramatta's points coming from? with no Dylan Brown in the team. That's yeah. going to be the issue. Mm. Can they put up enough points to get within eight of Penrith? But as I've been saying, Dan, about this quarterback model, they, they looked better with one half. They were scoring points in the first half. The right-hand side had been unlocked. Wunga Blake was getting ball. Blake Ferguson, they both scored, incidentally. So it does... The two halves, as I keep saying, Benji Marshall and Luke Brooks, it just doesn't work. I want to see one of those with Adam Dewey. Um... One half, Mitchell Moses, they looked heaps, heaps better. So okay. I think there's more points with the one half. So, geez, you sound, you're, you're giving Parramatta a big chance here, but you're still taking Penrith. To push them, yes. Okay. Good game on Saturday afternoon, Dragons in Canberra. The Dragons not playing that. Oh, geez, they've butchered it the last couple of weeks. You know, if they'd beaten Gold Coast and if they'd beaten North Queensland, mm. they'd, they'd be two points within the eight. I know. With a Cronulla team that's fading and has a horrible draw. Yeah. Geez, they've stuffed this up, the Dragons. $3.10, $1.37. I'm calling this game. I'm looking forward to it. Going down to the gong on a Saturday over. Hopefully it's a nice day. The line is minus seven and a half. That, Sean, seems very thin to me. They did play in round eight. Canberra led 22-0 before putting the cue in the rack. Dragons got it to 22-16. I just don't see Canberra doing that again if they get out to a lead this late in the season. Um of just letting the Dragons back in. Canberra for me. Before you go to Shawnee here, he loves a home a home team Underdog. who's getting more than a try start. Anyway, take it away, Shawnee. No, no, you've read me you've read me wrong on this occasion. Ooh. Look, Canberra, I thought they were um I thought they were really good last week against the Roosters. Just couldn't 
uh, break down that Roosters defence, and they probably, I thought their defence was really good, um, but just let in a couple of lucky tries, and the Dragons, on the other hand, they've just been really, really poor well, all year, if we're being honest. Somehow, Corey Norman keeps his spot, and I think if they were going to make some changes, he'd be the first to go. Um, for me, he was he was shocking last week. Um Probably all comes down to Papali's name, but we know he's got that shoulder injury. I think they might be jabbing him up. If he if he plays, then I, I definitely want to be on Raiders. I just don't see how the Dragons score enough points um, against the, a Raiders team who's still defending really well. And during the day, I think they can put some points on the Dragons. Ooh. Okay. So we're going for Canberra. Yep. Okay. Joel Kane. Yeah, look, I'm... Uh... I'm very, very bullish. I think the Dragons can win this game. Styles make fights here, Dan. They have been poor. They've let it all slip. But I will say this. This is an area where I say Styles make fights. So the Dragons, as far as running throughout their sets, only the Roosters run more than them. So this is prior to getting to the kick. So they are second to the Roosters steaming upfield. Almost last is Canberra Raiders. So they are running for five more metres every single set, the Dragons than the Canberra Raiders. You take out Papali, who I don't think will play. He's he running for 160 play. metres a match. You think he will play? No. The, I, he no. won't play. So I just think field position-wise, the Dragons dominate it, plus seven and a half a gift to win. It's oh. a big chip. Dan, they, they are a fluker's chance here, the Dragons, to win the match. Don't worry about that. I'm on the red V part of me, and well done signing Anthony Griffin. I love that. Gold Coast versus Brisbane, 5.30 Saturday. God. If you're putting serious money on this game, you have a problem. <laughs> I know we're a gambling podcast, but yeah. honestly, if you're this is a first try scorers game. This is one a shy at the stumps game. But if you're putting your house on the Tides at a dollar seventy one or the Broncos at two fifteen, you've got massive problems. Start two and a half. Gold Coast thumped the Broncos thirty to twelve earlier this year at Suncorp in round seven. They've actually got a pretty good recent record over the Broncos in general. They've won three of the last five. Broncos, they lose this. It'll be the worst streak in their history. They've already equaled it at eight losses in a row. Mm. Um, is this the week they're going to change things around Sean Ormerod? Oh, who knows? As you said, if, you've, if you're really diving into this one, then you probably need your, your head checked. I'm, I'm purely leaning towards the Titans. Um, with no real confidence, purely because I think that they're still, they're actually still trying. They've got the new coach, obviously, a few of them, a lot more upside um, to to their team. We, we know the Broncos have put the queue in the rack for the year, so that's that's the only angle I could find in this game. So put me down for the Titans, but with no degree of confidence at all. Yeah, I can really see uh, David Fafita taking on the team he's about to go to to show them why they're paying him so much money. You know what? The Broncos win this. Oh. Yeah, the Broncos win this. And they, the, the, the pregame speech might be as simple as this because by then, Canterbury may have beaten Manly. If that's the case... Yeah, they've got to win. You say to the team, listen, boys, this proud club has won many premierships. It's been in the competition since 1988 before many uh, of you guys were even born. We've never, ever got the wooden spoon. We lose this today. We are in the wooden spoon position. Go out there and beat a team who you're supposed to beat. Broncos win. It's a bad... It, it, we know how far the Broncos have fallen. You know they've fallen so far when they lose by 13 and we're going, oh, that's a pretty good effort against mm. Penrith. Yeah. Uh, that was a frightening stat that was up there. 38 points a game they've conceded over the last eight. Wow. 38 a game. Yeah, they win this one. Mm. No, well, you might be right. You, you might well be right. Gold Coast for me, but 
zero confidence. They're just too honest for me. Mm. Um, they'll, they'll play out the 80, and Brisbane are going to have a dead patch somewhere. SCG Saturday night, Roosters versus Newcastle. Uh, Roosters, very warm favourites. That's not a surprise. I'm surprised how short they are. Dollar ten. Dollar ten. Newcastle are going to the finals. Have a look at the start we've put up here at Sportsbet. It is outrageous. Mm. 19 and a half. Now, no Ponga. Edric Lee is back. That's a good in. Tex Hoy will play at the back. Mm. Um, uh, yes, we understand the Roosters were magnificent against Canberra. James Tedesco once again proved he's the best player in the world. Um, Daniel Saifidi returns for Newcastle. That just seems like too much start. I know the Roosters at the SCG are normally just money in the bank, and they'll probably win. Mm. But 20 points? Yeah. It just seems insulting. Newcastle for me. What about you, Joel? Uh, Newcastle for me, Dan. But I wanted to call out something here, and this is a bit of a trend I've noticed, that the Penrith Panthers are number one in the comp four completions, and they just work on that kicking game of Cleary, you know, death by a thousand cuts. They wear you down. And ultimately, with that field position, their strike players kick out Crichton, Cleary, etc. Jerome Luai make you pay. However, away from the Penrith Panthers, the top four, or four of the top five, so I'm taking the Panthers out, most points scored in the competition are teams who are very, very low completion rates. So your Roosters, uh, your Sharks, all these teams who are scoring a stack of points, they're well down in completion rates because they ask questions, right? The Newcastle Knights who have got potent players are playing way too safe. You've got to ask some questions. Yeah. They've got talented, talented players. They're not doing that enough. Uh, the Roosters ask questions. How many times have you seen it where it gets to Tedesco, he just fires it out the back? So their completions are through the floor. Michael Check has been part of the team, almost saying that getting the ball out there as quick as possible is more important than getting it out there in a delightful manner. They're just getting it out there as quick as they can. Mm. So, I, look, the Knights have got to ask more questions. I agree with that. But I do think the start's way too big. I'll be on the Knights. Okay, Shauna. Yes, it does look big. I'll, I'll agree with that. That's about all um, I'm going to agree with. This Knights team, as it's named, looks looks awful to me. That spine um, is shocking. Lino and and Pierce in the halves. Pierce is going no good um, oh. at all. And and the Roosters. This I think this is about as good as they can um, they can line up. You know, taking out their season-ending injuries. This is about as good as it gets. And it's a when you look at it side by side, it's a scary looking proposition. I just don't um, see how they don't run up a big score. They're going to have a field day against that that Newcastle. The the outside backs there are, that are shocking. I think if they go wide, they score at every opportunity. Daniel Safedi back is he's, he's an in, but he's named on the bench, so we'll wait and see how many minutes he plays. But um, don't usually like to be a big minus, but the Roosters to, to lap them for me. Can I make a wild prediction here? Mm. I think that Orbison will play. Uh, I know he's named on the extended bench, and that's created a bit of controversy because now people are starting to say, oh, right, we get the grand final week. Who's being left out to accommodate Sonny Bill Williams? Imagine if Mitch Orbison was left out of the Roosters' side on grand final day. Right? You look perplexed there, Dan. I'm looking at this team. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this Rooster 17. I don't know who makes way for Orbison. No, I think... I don't think he, do, I don't think he plays in the grand final. Is that what you, no, no. That's, that's going to be the big story grand final week if that was the case. But I think this week... If he's named on the extended bench, I think he plays. To get to 302. And I actually think that, you know, a, jo a Josh Morris or a Joey Manu might be rested this week. That's okay. how, That's what I could see happening. Yeah, well, we've got to get him to 303. 
So he's got to play another game as well. But you're right. So this is the Roosters bench, right? Well, this is the Roosters forward pack. So Warrior Hargreaves, friend Takayaho, right? That's their mm. top uh, pack, uh, top front row. Coordinate, Tupanua, Liu, back row. And then a bench, Butcher, who's been playing good. Oh, great. Collins, well, he's not going anywhere. Crichton, who was superb last week. And Sonny Bill. Yeah. That's uh, – Orbison can't usurp those guys, I, d- I don't think. So if if he's been playing in the middle, Sonny Bill Williams, does that mean come grand final time a Lindsay Collins or one of those middle players could come under siege? Well, Crichton's an edge player and you put Butcher on the edge. It's, you it, can it, have two middle reserves, can't you? It's a great problem. And, and and Robinson deep down might be thinking, well, it might just work itself out come grand yeah. final day. And it probably will. Probably will. But um, he might have a very hard choice to make. Because remember last year, Jake Friend, we didn't think he was fit. And Robinson said, if he is close to fit, he plays. That's no matter right. what, he's that important to the group. And you get the sense Orbison as sort of a glue mm. for the group is that important as well. Wouldn't that be a huge out, though? Big talking point. Okay. Uh, which way are you going, Sean? You're going... He's a Roosters. I am a Roosters. Oh, okay. You think they're going to cover. Uh, now, this is a game, very similar betting. Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m. Boy, this is where Melbourne are just destroying teams. Melbourne, mm. North Queensland, dollar ten, seven dollars See, this is what I don't get, Joel. Mm. How can the Cowboys be the same odds as the as the Knights? Yeah. The Knights are a million times better than the Cowboys this year. Sunshine Coast start 18 and a half. It's even less start mm. last time I saw it. Um, another one of these crazy streaks. Cowboys have not beaten Melbourne since the 2015 preliminary final. Mm. 10 straight. And Melbourne's average score on the Sunshine Coast, 35 to 10. Yeah. I think they're going to lap the Cowboys here, uh, even though they're... Are they at full strength? I don't believe yeah, they Vinavalu's are. Yeah, Vinavalu's back for the, the, the Storm. That's Vinavalu. early. Vinavalu, yep. Okay, so good enough for me. I'll take I'll take Melbourne Storm, uh, Joel. Yeah, I find this very hard. Uh, who's sneakily on the extended bench here? Tui. Ooh, Tui Kamakamitha's back on the bench. He's a he's a big, big player. Do you know that he, Tui Kamakamitha, he leads the charge for metres per minute. So if you oh, what a stat. It's a great stat. Metres per minute on the field. He just charges through them. So he's back. That's a big in. Oh, geez, Dan. Ah. No Pappenhausen. No, so it's... Um, uh, who's Nico called? Hines. Nico. Good enough. Yeah. Oh, geez. Look. Um, so Asifa Solomon is back. Mm. Vunavalu is back. Um but you know the one area they haven't sorted out, Melbourne, is who their centres are. Well, all of them have worked out, but they're not convinced. Brico Lee's in the number three role here, but they've tried five centres this year. Yeah. I don't think they're convinced. Remember Eisenhuth was there for a few weeks? Uh, well, they're not convinced on, on Brinko, are they? No, absolutely. They've That's what I mean. Se- all of them, they're locked in on. Yeah, absolutely locked in on him. Sevy's been there. and Sevy, he's injured now, but even then they weren't convinced about him. No. Nah. Um, I'm Cowboys, by the way. Really? Yeah. So Drinkwater, Clifford are the halves. Um, Ruben the Hurricane Cotter is uh, the number nine. <laughs> Dejan Arcee, number 14, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, Pappenhausen's obviously a huge out. He's a he's a genuine gun uh, these days, the Pap. But uh, I've seen enough of Nico Hines. You know, he's a he's a young guy trying to make his 
trying to make his way in the comp. So I think he's obviously going to be trying his guts out. So I don't think they lose too much there against a shocking Cowboys team. No Tamalolo, um, no Morgan. You've got a, a Storm team who's trying to hit their straps three weeks out versus a Cowboys side who have put a line through the year. If if it's anywhere around that 12, 14 point mark, you know, with 20 minutes to yeah. go, I've got really con- real concerns over whether they actually dig in um, and see this game out. So I think there's far more upside in backing a big minus. So storm for storm for me. You right. wouldn't imagine we're at that point of the year for the for the stragglers. Once a game gets away from That's them, right. they will completely lose interest. Well, he made a big point, didn't he? He said 12 or 14 towards that last 20 or so. But, boys, there will be a trend for teams to go for the Roosters and the, the better sides to cover the line. So what point in this game do you actually take the Cowboys? How much start would you have wanted, Sean, to take the Cowboys? <laughs> Oh, it's got a, it's got a two in it. Yeah, twenty yeah, and somewhere a half. Mid, somewhere mid twenties, I'd say. Okay, no, I'm Cowboys. Last game of the weekend, and what a shame the Warriors didn't win on the weekend against Parramatta, because this would have been a monster game. But not not so much now. Cronulla a dollar fifty five. Warriors two forty. Oh, oh, there we go. Change. So money's come in for the Warriors. Dollar fifty seven two forty now. So all the odds I've read are from Tuesday night. These are slightly more updated. The line. Has moved in half a point. Now it's at uh, no man's land four. Sharks killed the Warriors 46 to 10 in round 10. That was in Gosford. And they have a great record against the Warriors. And most importantly, Sean, for me, they have a great record against bottom eight teams this year, uh, whereas they're 0 6 versus the top eight. I actually expect Cronulla to do the business here. No. Um, Chad Townsend, but Sean Johnson is back. So, uh, Cronulla for me. Yeah, it's a, a very, very tricky game to to finish this round. Uh, Townsend isn't an out. In fact, him being out is probably oh. positive. <laughs> they get Johnson back. He's you know he's had a great year, um, but the big out for me is Wade Wade Graham. You mm. take him out of that out of that pack, and they look very very light on. Yes. Um, and the Warriors, they just a, I've tried to really get against them for most of the year, and they've they've keep burning me. They keep on they keep on turning up. So. Um, yeah, Wade Graham out is the decider here. Uh, I think I'd, I'd probably I'd probably prefer to back New Zealand um, head to head rather than the line. Um, but I'll be yeah I'll be leaning with the Warriors in this one. I should point out, Joel, that Jennings and Alvaro are back. They weren't allowed to play against Parramatta because right. they're on loan to the, uh, from them. But they are back, so that does strengthen them. No other outs. He's right, uh, Sean, about. Um uh, what, uh, Wade Graham. Andrew Fafida is expected to play. So looking at this, Dan, it, look, this is a four-point swing. If you're a Warriors player, and Sean, do you still believe you can make the eight? Is there part of you that still believes that? I think players sort of always genuinely believe they can. Mm. Um, but, you know, we've seen we've, we've seen the odds, or we've seen the price of them to make the eight. Yeah. Um, that, that says it all for me. So the differential is the best part of around 130. However, every single point here is worth two because that's the team they're trying to chase down here, the Warriors. So if no, I'm Toddy You Payton, cannot sell a for and against argument here that they could they could overcome a 130 point. No, but if you if you if you take in you win by 20 or 30, oh. that's a 60 point swing. Yeah, yeah, and there's only two weeks left. Well, yeah. they're going to make up 70 points in well, two weeks. Well, if you weeks. win your games and they lose, they, that, that's very viable. Joel, then. Joel, here's the simple maths. Yes. They have to beat Cronulla this week. They win by 30. They're going to win their last three. Cronulla's got to lose their last three. And Cronulla have to play uh, 
uh, the Roosters, mm. and they've got another tough one after that as well. Raiders, is it? I think it is. So if they they can expect if they beat Cronulla this week, yes, Cronulla will finish very likely on eighteen. Yes, agree. Yes. So then it just comes down to the what. Don't worry about for and against. And by the way, they had to open the door for West Tigers as well, but they're drawing. so. What are you with me or against me? Are you? Are you so- just win. Don't, don't. They're not going to overcome. No, no. But what I'm saying is, though, it, it is an actual issue. The for and against. So, do you instruct your team just to chase points the whole game? Is it a high variance strategy where you're chasing points because it is part of the conversation? Winning by ten is probably not going to cut it for you. You need to win well. But they're not. Are they, they're you, not going to beat them by forty. They're going to win by forty for, for for and against to even become a factor. Yeah. They're not going to beat Cronulla by forty. So you think just win your three games. Win your three. Well, uh, They've got Cronulla. On Warriors for that matter. Warriors I'm talking about. Yeah. Cronulla. Canberra in Canberra is going to be the one. Yep. And then Manly in Gosford. Yeah. So Race is on if you win this. Race is on, but then they have to beat Canberra down there, which they did last year. So mm. you never know, but uh, uh, they're going to fall a touch a touch short. And Manly, I tell you who also, geez, having some teams stuffed it up. Manly, mm. have they won this week? Their draw is as soft as butter coming home. Tigers got a horrible draw. There's no way they can win their last three. No. Um, uh, and well, we talked about St George Lawara. All right, let's do this. So, best bet time. Uh, how did we go with these last week? I, I missed out because I had South with the start as part of mine and just a little bit short. I had the Cowboys, I think. Did you? Yeah. I don't know what matter. Was it covering the line? I'm not sure. But anyway, um, I'm, who are we leading with here, Dan? You can go first, right Joel. Up. Dragons head-to-head, purely at the price. $3.10. Great bet. Okay. All right. $3.10. You've made your case. Sean Ormorod. Yeah, I'm going to go for a little cheeky double here. Uh, the, the two biggest minuses of the week, I like them. So Roosters minus into into Storm minus Saturday night, Sunday for me. Okay, that's a fun bet because your teams are, all, all, are certainly going to win. This is how much they win by. Now, NFL starts this week, boys. Mm. And this is how I like to bet with NFL is what I'm doing this week with Rugby League. And that is a lot of thirty pops. Ah. Multi them all up. Yep. So Raiders head-to-head. Sorry, Joel. Yeah. South head-to-head. Mm-hmm. And then I've had to move the line of the Roosters. Only moved it to seven and a half. That got me to about $1.25. And the Storm, I've moved it into 11 and a half. And that gets me the four of them. So if I get through the first two, yep. I should be okay. $3.32. Okay. And if I'd found and I just wasn't confident enough with another game that really could have fattened it up to about $4.50, $5. So that's how I bet on my NFL. I like to get about five games at $1.30 each. And as I've said to you, Dan, what you need to start doing, I believe, to give yourself one little error, and if you get the five, you still clean up, just take the fours. Take the quad picks. So put them all in the bet slip, mm-hmm. but just take any four to win. So if you drop one, oh, yes, you're yes, getting yes. a return. And if you get them all right, you clean up anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Enjoy your NFL betting this weekend, everyone. For those that are asking, and no one did, um, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, but I'm wary of the Cowboys. Mm. And believe it or not, the Cleveland Browns are going to have Ooh. a good year. A good, I don't know if they'll do much damage, but I think the Cleveland Browns are over the odds. There, there you go. go. There Excellent. you go. Done. We're done, everybody. By the way, great new thing on the Sportsbet app. 
Sky Racing. How good's that? And it's only like four seconds yeah, behind. You know, you know how streaming in yeah. years gone by, you're like a minute behind? Yeah. This thing's like four seconds. Yeah. So brilliant. Sky Racing on uh, the Sportsbet app. Thank you, everyone, for watching and for listening. Most importantly, gang, gamble responsibly.